Hello there. I am Saint Peter, and today is the day of Pentecost, and I want to share with you something which happened so many years ago out in Jerusalem. As everyone was coming together to celebrate the festival of the first fruits, that festival of weeks, the Holy Spirit came and blessed us, and something remarkable happened on the day of Pentecost. Now, I know many of you have something which we, we call the New Testament now in your day and age, but I've come from history to share with you what happened on that first day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit fell on us. So if you would like to, to follow along, I'll be sharing my sermon that I gave to the masses out there assembled in Jerusalem. And I think you have that in your Acts chapter 2, Acts of the Apostles, as you may call it today. So when the day of Pentecost had come, there we were, we were all gathered together in one place. And suddenly from heaven, there came this sound, and it was a sound like a rushing violent wind. And then it came into the house, and it entirely filled everything where we were. And there were divided tongues which came, and they descended on us like tongues of fire. And they appeared among us, and a tongue rested on each and every one of us as we sat there in the house. And suddenly we were all filled with the Holy Spirit and we began to speak in other languages and the Spirit gave us this strange ability. Now, out in Jerusalem there were devout Jews, those who were part of the diaspora, and they came from every nation under heaven and they came to be in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the great crowd, they gathered together and they too were bewildered at this because each one of them, they heard us speaking in their own native language. You see, with the diaspora, ever since Nebuchadnezzar, people were put all over the earth. All of us, the people of God, us Israelites, us Jewish people, we were in so many different places, and many of us had different languages. But yet, as we all assembled, there they could hear us speaking in their own language. And suddenly, everyone got amazed, and they were astonished, and they looked at us and they said, are those who are speaking not Galileans? And how is it that we hear? Each one of us, we hear in our own native language. And there were many who were assembled there. There were the Parthians, the Medes, there were the Elamites, and there were the residents of Mesopotamia, those of Judah and those of Cappadocia. There were those of Pontus and Asia. There were those of Phrygia and Pamphylia. There were those of Egypt and even parts of Libya. There were some that belonged to Cyrene, and there were visitors from Rome, both who were Jews and were also proselytes. And yet as all of these came, even the Cretans and the Arabs each heard. They heard our message in their own language. And they could hear that we were speaking to them about God's deeds of power. And all, they were amazed at what was going on. But they kept looking to one another saying, what could this mean? What is this? Still, there were others who looked at us and they sneered. They laughed at us. They wanted to mock us as we spoke. And they looked at us and they said, those, those men over there, they are filled with new wine. But I, Peter, I stood there and I addressed them. I stood there with the other 11 apostles and I raised my voice to address the crowds. And I said, men of Judah, all who live here in Jerusalem, let this be known to you. Listen here to what I say. Indeed, these men here, we are not drunk as you have supposed, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, what is happening right now, it is something which was already spoken to you all from the prophet Joel. You see, in the last days it will be, as God declares, 
that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters, they shall prophesy. And your young men, they shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And even upon my slaves, there will be in both men and women in those days, I will pour out my spirit. I will show portents in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and smoky mist, the sun shall be turned to darkness and the blood and the moon to blood. And before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day, then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. But you, you that are Israelites, listen here to what I have to say to you. This Jesus of Nazareth, a man that was attested to you by God with deeds of power, with wonders, and with signs that God did through him among you. And as you yourselves know about this man, he was handed over according to the definite plan of God and also by the foreknowledge of God. And you, you crucified him. You crucified him and killed him by the hands of those outside the law. Yet, God raised him up. He freed him from death because it was impossible for him to be held in the power of death. And even our ancestor David, David said concerning this, he said, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand so that I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One experience corruption. For you have made known to me the ways of life. You will make full gladness with your presence. And you have asked to have a murderer given to you. You killed the author of life. This one whom God raised from the dead. To this we are surely witnesses. And so as I look out to you, fellow Israelites, I say to you confidently of our ancestor David that he both died and he was certainly buried. And to this day, we still have his tomb with us. And since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn with an oath that he would put one of his descendants on his throne. And foreseeing this, David spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, saying, He was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh experience corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and all of us that are witnesses to this fact. We stand here before you testifying of this fact. God raised him up. He was not abandoned to Hades, and his flesh, it did not experience corruption. And therefore, with him being exalted at the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you both now see and you can now hear. For David did not ascend into heaven, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God made him both Lord and Messiah. And that is this Jesus whom you crucified. And now after I delivered this message to there with the full assembly of those who were there in Israel, when they heard this, they were cut to their hearts like a, a knife cutting through butter. And they came to me, Peter, and they said to me, they said, Brothers, what should we do? They came with this question, asking myself and the other apostles, what now should we do? And I looked at them and I said, repent, 
Repent and be baptized in the name of Christ Jesus that your sins might be forgiven and that you might receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children and for all who are far away. All who hear this, the message is for them. Everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And at this time, I continued and I testified with many other arguments, speaking and exhorting. I exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed my message, they were baptized. And on that day, there were about 3,000 persons added. And all of these, they came together as we devoted ourselves to the apostles' teaching and our fellowship. And we broke bread together and devoted ourselves to prayer. This happened so long ago, but today on this day of Pentecost, I want all of you there in the modern day and age, so long after I lived and walked on this earth, I want you to know that God wants you to have joy. That day of Pentecost, it was the the harvest of weeks. It was that, that festival of weeks where they came to enjoy the first fruits. We in the early church, we felt those first fruits as we had those 3,000 added to our, our numbers. And even as the days and weeks went on, as we assembled together and we devoted ourselves to that which was good, true, and beautiful, we found that even more and more were coming to be with us. So as I say goodbye to you and I return back to my own time, I want you to think about the first fruits that God wants for you to have in your life. So I thank you for joining me here online and I think I've got a a great assistant who's going to come help in the live stream so that we can say goodbye to those online. But as those on the live stream leave, I want us to close by saying the Lord's Prayer together. So let us pray the prayer that our Lord taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, and glory forever. Amen. Goodbye.